0: episode five uh we've made it this far it's your boy ab and we also got my good friend maddie p how you doing today sir how you doing how you doing i'm feeling all right let's go so this is the uh little bit of flipping the script i will be anchoring this episode and um let's just jump right into it we're gonna start things off with a little bit of super bowl talk um so for those who did not watch the game the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played the Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday. Super Bowl 55. And the Tom Brady led Buccaneers
1: rolled the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, it was not that great of a game, unfortunately. It was uh controlled by the by the Bucks the whole time. Disappointing to say the least. Did you did you at least enjoy watching it? Because as far as a football standpoint, it, it wasn't it wasn't very fun to watch, in my opinion. In,
0: I enjoyed it in the thought of like waiting for when Kansas City was going to come back. I feel like everybody like yeah. everybody felt that way. Um, it was still exciting, all things considered. I think seeing Mahomes play like backyard quarterback and every play drop back and run in circles and then fire the ball <laughs> in crazy ass ways like that was entertaining in itself. Um, I mean, I was I was up and down moving around like not fully paying attention as I would if it was a good game.
1: Right. Uh, all I can say is that the Patrick Mahomes uh, memes that were coming out from this game were, were pretty spot on. I saw one of the, the better ones was a side-by-side of Mahomes making like a diving sidearm throw. And then right next to it was Ben Stiller from the, the Purple Gym, uh <laughs> the Purple Cobras, <laughs> the Global like, Gym Purple White Cobras. <laughs> yeah, that, that classic photo of him throwing sidearm Damn. diving past Michelle. So I thought those were pretty good. Um, but yeah, same thing. It was almost the whole time like I was watching it. Like when's the other shoe gonna drop? When when's Mahomes gonna gonna boogie and, and put up some points? But ended up not happening.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's this was the first time clearly, but like every other game they've played, they've gone down big in the first half. And I was like, hey, this is kind of you know, reminiscent of pretty much every playoff game for them last year where they went down like 24-0 to the uh, Texans and started slow against the Titans. And then obviously the Niners had like a 10-point lead going into the fourth last year. I was just waiting for them to pick it up, but I don't know enough about the um, injury report, but they had to have been missing someone on the front line because that it was just
1: like completely night and day. Two people, there it is. Yeah, they had two <laughs> linemen missing. I uh, yeah. forget, I think it was their tackle Taurus Achilles like last week, so. And, they were uh, they were they were going down a rough road as far as injuries were concerned. Yeah, and I think
0: once that sort of solidified itself, it Tampa's running game was just nasty. Fournette was running it down their throats. Ron, yeah. John, uh, Ronald Jones, and <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it like there were so many scumbags on the field for that game that matchup. Man,
1: there wasn't. <laughs> I had some I had some folks watching it with me that were like. Obviously, big time Tom Brady haters, um, yeah. because he cheated on uh, his first beau or spouse of some sort. But it's like, all right, well, you you know who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs? Fucking Tyreek Hill. This guy is the ultimate scumbag. Want to read his Wikipedia page? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's scumbags not, uh, everywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't. Think the amount of times I had to like update people, like he's really fast. No scumbag. We don't like him. <laughs> yeah, not a good person. Google his yeah. name. Every Antonio time. Brown but, t- catches a touchdown. Scumbag <laughs> alert! <laughs> yeah, Google his last
1: encounter with. Uh,
0: yeah, with, for uh, Tiana
1: Trump. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that, yeah, that was, was funny. I noticed that too. Yeah, the scumbag bull. It was cool to see Gronk get his, you know, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It was cool just, to see Tom Brady connect with him in the first quarter too, because that was yeah. a mind blowing stat to me: is that Tom never scored a touchdown in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. So That's finally. Sad. In his 10th one, he, he broke the streak. So, yeah. Shout out to Tom. So, I mean, my prediction was
0: right on two of the three. Score was wrong, under, and the
1: Buccaneers. How'd you fare? Uh, not good. <laughs> I picked, uh, <laughs> I think I went over for, uh, and it was 56 and a half. Did not hit the over. Um, and I picked KC minus three, and obviously Tampa Bay won. So, also on our uh, Gatorade bet, I think I picked orange and it was blue Gatorade that was dumped on the fat man.
0: Was it blue? I, I must've missed it. And I was like trolling Twitter to see what the color was. And I, all I could see was people were like, Oh, it's clear.
1: It's clear. So I was, no, I, I knew I was wrong, blue. but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So was I, um, Fuck. I didn't see a real time. I missed it. Had to Google yeah. it later.
0: But yeah, blue. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Uh, you know how they had the streaking, the streaker that ran on the field? Yeah. Did you hear about what happened after? No. So I guess he he made a bet that there would be a – he put money on the prop, but there would be a streaker. And I forget what the odds were. Obviously, like, crazy odds in his favor. And he had his brother go first. So to, like, protect himself from, uh, like, losing the bet. And he, you know, put, like – I forget how much he put on. But he, he ended up making, like – 100k almost off of this fucking bet that he game the system. No way. He <laughs> yeah, it's his own on uh,
1: streaking bet. That motherfucker yeah.
0: <laughs> probably had to pay like a you know $10,000 fine or something like
1: that. Well, no, I was going to say, did, did the winnings cover his uh, his legal fees? <laughs> and then some. Yeah, <laughs> that's good for him, man. If you got the balls to to give that a shot, no chance. I'm streaking on a Super Bowl field, so no. Yeah. During COVID, nonetheless. For quarter mil would you? Well yeah, then my my little yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> greatly and go out the window. But shit. Drop my chart <laughs> on everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, you got five bucks. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, but yeah, I, I think it's safe to say it wasn't the game we all expected between the two, but um Mahomes is hurt, clearly he's getting surgery on his foot. Um Good news for Chiefs fans, they'll be back. We'll see more Jackson Mahomes. We'll see more uh, Pat Mahomes Correct. plays. And uh, we'll continue to hear his great voice that he has.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love when people have never heard his voice before too. And they're like, whoa, what's what's going on? <laughs> I had that chance voice? this weekend. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I was That's like, cool. yeah, he's, he's pretty cute. And I was like, you should
1: hear his like, voice. You, and he started yeah. talking. <laughs> Wait till you hear him talk. <laughs> It's oh, like, man. yeah, if he shows up, I mean, I know he's been with his girl since uh, I think they're high school sweethearts, but that's the thing you got to wonder. What if he goes on a blind date? Like, ooh, you know, all pro quarterback, like pretty good looking dude, got good hair, and then I'll have the chicken parmesan. <laughs> like, oh, Catch him on my steak. steak. <laughs> yeah. Care, <Here>, bro. <laughs> yeah. Done pretty quick. Uh, but yeah, um, what do you think could be uh, the halftime show with the weekend? So I had high expectations and hopes
0: as a uh, massive Weekend fan. Um, that you are. I liked it. I thought it was – he played what I expected him to play, um, minus a few songs. Um, obviously, he got memed with his little, like, uh, mirrors part, which is all you need, I feel like, these days in a Super Bowl performance. Is it's is something memorable. Exactly. Um, and it just another annual reminder that the Weekend just has a catalog of bangers
1: non-stop he, he really does and then you, and then you sit back and listen to him and you're like oh wait this is from like the the 50 shades of sex movie like yeah. he's got yeah he's got like branded songs that are known from from huge things um but i enjoyed it i mean it was i'm assuming that they all his backup dancers were wearing the masks because of covid but they made it like fun and fashion
0: yeah I but mean, it, uh, was, it was
1: good it was good it was yeah it was a lot better than i thought anything they were going to be able to pull off during uh these times anyway so yeah it must, have been, it.
0: it must have felt great for him he's like man i haven't performed he's supposed to go on
1: tour this whole last year a <laughs> and lot he's of like i can finally in perform in front of people <laughs> yes exactly i'm sure he's been itching and waiting to do that so good for him he delivered yeah. i thought it sounded good um and as you mentioned since he lost all that money out not being able to go on tour um this was i think an opportunity for him to uh to um, kind of market himself. So I read this interesting article that The Weeknd actually spent seven mil of his own money um, on the halftime show. And usually, yeah, which is crazy. Usually the shows are all paid for by sponsors. And, um, the artist kind of just has to show up to rehearse and perform. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this one, I, I guess they they offered to give The Weeknd, um, how much was it? let me see here i'm looking at this article yeah there was a 13 million dollar budget um for his show for the halftime show the weekend i guess thought that was inadequate so he reached in those deep pockets and pulled out an extra <laughs> seven mil and round it out to 20 um and i guess his vision was able to become a reality um yeah i mean, it's, I mean his set was
0: tight i liked the uh, sort of how yeah. he set it up obviously you're going to have multiple uh stages <laughs> yes um and like now nah, he killed it with just like the production and i'm sure that money will be paid back in, in the form of um streams and shit so exactly. like good investment on, on abel's part i'm sure it was a uh <laughs> drop in the half for him to drop seven mil on his own performance <laughs>
1: exactly I, and i read a i read an interesting point of view on that and somebody said think about it this way brands spend five and a half million dollars for a 30 second super bowl ad the weekend he paid seven million, just a million and a half more than that for a 15 minute commercial, which is gonna yeah. bring way more media attention and ticket sales when he eventually is able to go on tour. So I, yep. I think it was a smart move and it's gonna pan out for him at the end. Interesting I mean, though, nonetheless. I never thought somebody would go into their own pockets for a performance like that. For,
0: yeah, right. And I like I mean, he he announced his uh re-upped tour dates for next year and like there's rumblings that he's gonna put out like a greatest hits album soon which is
1: wild to think about. That's crazy. He's um, so young, but he does have a lot of hits. Yeah. He's had kind of a long career, so that'd be a sweet album. So it's like his, his streams are going to skyrocket, so
0: good on him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good performance overall. I think um, – I will say, though, I had a one thought of, like, damn, Bruno Mars would be tight. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> I got flashbacks of little-ass Bruno, and I was like, damn, he needs to come back, man. It makes
1: some music. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. He hasn't put an album in – shit since uh 24 karat gold right 20 uh 24 karat magic yeah yeah whenever that was that guy can eat off that shit forever dude that's why he's not putting anything else out still playing that cardi b song yeah (laughs) speaking of what'd you think of the um did you find any of the super bowl commercials funny did you watch any of those um or was that time uh, to re-up on snacks and booze
0: it was a lot i was Daddy was making wings, so I was, like, jumping mm. up back between the air fryer. But <laughs> I do remember crazy. kind of cracking up at the, uh, the flat-ass Matthew McConaughey commercial. When he was, like, <laughs> <laughs> Doritos. Was yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the Drake one was funny, not because of Drake, but when, uh, <laughs> what's-his-face pointed to a uh, fucking Paul Rudd.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: that was, yeah, that
1: was a crack-up. I love Paul Rudd. Uh, what about you? I, uh, I really, really enjoyed the Wayne's World Cardi B uh, commercial. I don't know if you saw yeah. that one. I, it's actually escaping me what the fucking commercial even was for now. But Any anytime s- you get, what was it? Uber Eats. Oh, Uber Eats. Just that's
0: right. random as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Any Anytime you, you can get Wayne's World in, in a, a revival and throw Cardi B with them, I'm, I'm all in. I thought it was hilarious. I yeah. find I think it's funny she even knows what Wayne's World is. I would love they to. Had, they, I'm sure they had to
0: explain it to her. They had to prepare. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I would just want to be in a room and watch Cardi B watch Wayne's World for the first time. Or just That's, like
0: her, Mike Myers, and uh, and Garth, whatever, whole I forget his name. Uh, yeah.
1: Master was, of the Skies. We know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and they're just like <laughs> in a
0: room spitballing on what to do. Like,
1: So what's that movie you guys did? You played that bastard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Just give me Cardi B and Offset just piecing a blunt together and watching Wayne's work for the first time. (laughs) Right. That's some good comedy for you. Trying to
0: make sense of any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that was Uh, fun. Yeah. So
1: overall, for uh, all things considered, I think it was a successful Super Bowl. Um, Game was won on the offensive and defensive line for Tampa Bay. They controlled at both ends. So good on them.
0: More Brady, seven rings. Um, We'll see him again next year. Stephen Shea that- got his uh his victory <laughs>
1: yes exactly following the tv 12 method um but i was happy to see mike evans get a ring i do i do like mike evans a lot so yeah i thought that was pretty cool i saw
0: a funny ass tweet of like i forget what the caption of it was but it was like this motherfucker just makes this like the best set of triplets it's like a picture of him fred van fleet and drake <laughs> <laughs> I and they look
1: too much alike. <laughs> they look spot on. Somebody said they all look like barbers from D.C. <laughs> 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 fucking cracks me up. Twitter's undefeated. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's but pretty yeah, much man. everything I had on the Super Bowl. Oh, did you uh, – you said you made wings. What was on the menu? What kind of snack yeah. or activity? So I did not do buffalo chicken dip. Couldn't get that mm-hmm. past the misses.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Not a big casserole house. Um, Fair enough. So I just made a shit ton of wings. I did a little buffalo, did a little barbecue, um, did a little uh, French onion dip, Ooh. little guac, little chips. I introduced uh, the party that I had to the powder version of the French onion tip instead of like the jar. Yeah. You gotta thought,
1: powder it in, scoop it up. Yeah,
0: I felt so fucking cool. I did it with the ranch too. I did like the the ranch powder, and I was like,
1: what "You know That's about you this powder?" <laughs> yeah, the powders were the real flavors. At people, people need to know. I
0: know, bro. It's it's unreal. But um, <laughs> yeah, hammered some wings, and then did the old Ralph Barbieri special, and got some of pizza at the end. So
1: holy shit! What kind of Fat pie do you? City. With? Tell uh, me, you with the uh, the clam. No, no,
0: I. Uh, Got the old flying Hawaiian, a little pepperoni pineapple, and then uh, nice. and then got a just a classic uh, pepperoni and onion.
1: Ooh! So a lot of pep in the house. <laughs> Very nice. I yeah, how about you? Uh, I was at home with with, uh, with my parents, so obviously it was an unbelievable spread. Uh, mom really put it down as usual. So she did like a, you know how people do like a six foot sub and they just kind of cut it all up. She made a six-foot uh, uh, um, French dip. I knew it. <laughs> God, cut that bitch into like 10 different pieces. We all had our own au jus. It was unbelievable. No bread.
0: She had a big-ass loaf of bread. It's uh, a standard. Yeah.
1: Uh... Daddy went to uh, to Ray- Raymond's uh, bread in South City the morning of and got that good sourdough. Man. Yeah, it was great. Did a buffalo chicken dip, uh, pigs in the blanket. I mean, you name it, we pretty much had it. So God damn it. ate ate myself into oblivion. Yeah, <laughs> drank a million Pacificos. It was good, good yep. times.
0: I hammered about fifteen Modelo's. You know, there, yep, had it a was a big survey. Love it. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, overall, job well done. Looking forward yeah. to next year, being able to spread the wings a little more absolutely and then um yeah it about
0: wraps up our football talk until the uh the draft i guess but perfect ceiling or football uh, <laughs> and uh jumping into the next one the dubs just finished a back to back after the little texas two-step they haven't played the rockets yet but um the season continues <laughs> good games yeah, four game road games. Trip in Texas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um after tonight's Continuous win sport. what are your uh what are your takeaways so far
1: uh i mean when you've got no kev looney no james wiseman and you go on a four-game road trip and you split both ones both a uh, little baseball series i guess you want to call them i'm not mad at it your tallest player on the court at all times is like six seven six six and you're going up against seven foot jackoff hurdles and christophe porzingis and dwight powell's so I thought we held our own and we play well. Kinda got I don't know if we got robbed um last night in the loss to the Spurs, but there was that out of bounds call late that kind of kind of fucked us and bit us in the ass. But what did what was your take on Draymond's final play of that game? Obviously he I understand what was in his mind. He thought that they were they were down three and there was five was it five or eight seconds left? It was immediately when he caught the <laughs> there ball. There like Derek. 12
0: seconds. No, no, there was yeah. like, there's close to
1: 10. Immediately as he caught it, Derek White from the Spurs kind of ran towards him with his arms out like he was going to foul him and then pulled back last minute. And Draymond, what was he, 10 feet behind the three-point line, just chucked up a shot, thinking he was going to get three free throws. Um, but I mean, for a guy like Draymond, you got to know that that's not really in Popovich's philosophy. He's not really one of the coaches that will foul down three, he kind of lets the game play out. <laughs> Buffett's literally said that before the play happened. He
0: doesn't take yeah. fouls. He's one of the last yeah. few. Like, <laughs> yep. And obviously, Draymond, Draymond can't hear it, but like,
1: but for pride I mean, himself on being the smartest guy who watches all the film, and then his cover up, not cover up, but his excuse for it after was it was the smartest dumb play ever. How about you just say, "Yeah, I fucked up." <laughs> I should mean, have got I, the stuff as soon as I could.
0: Yeah, I look at it two ways. One. He's probably one of like 10 times since people have been able to like chuck up a shot when the foul gets called and the foul doesn't mm-hmm. get called. Um, so I don't blame him for that. I blame him for thinking that he can take the game into his own hands and shoot free throws and, and make three free throws. <laughs> um, right. like,
1: just, just when he clanked two in a row before that.
0: Yeah, like we literally talking about him making 15 free throws or shooting 15 free throws
1: 20 <laughs> games into the season.
0: And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think that was a stupider move than to say, like, I, I mean, someone lunges at you, it, it's just part of the game these days, and it, it's rare that they do a little trick on him. Shouts to De- Derek White. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but um, – well done either way. Yeah, I, I yeah, but he's going to get ripped for it, you know, it's Yeah. It's game – what, 23 of the season in San Antonio. Right. Like.
1: I would say the only part that frustrates me is that we lost the turnover battle so badly. When you throw 20 turnovers in a game, there's really, you're making it hard for yourself to to dig yourself out of that hole. So.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. The bigger point was just turnovers like crazy. And I mean, shout out to Juante
1: Murray. He was cooking last night. And tonight. Yes, he, he's yeah. he's solid. He's going to be really, really good. I, I like him a lot.
0: Yeah, um, they need to move on from uh, DeRozan eventually. Get some of those, like, they have too many old mid range shooters on their team. Like, yeah, clean those I think out. Is done. Yeah, mm-hmm. but big fan of Kelden Johnson, big fan of DeJuante. They're young as hell.
1: Devin Vassal, too. Vassal's, Vassal's nasty. Yeah, Jocko Pearl keep-
0: fucking stinks. He's
1: saying his oh. face. Yeah, he's got an all-time punchable face. Not a fan of Pertle at all. Yeah, nah, He, he stunk it up tonight too. He had a pretty decent game last night, but tonight he did not play well. Steph was yeah. switching out on him on the perimeter and just eating his lunch. They were just time. attacking his DPS. <laughs> yeah.
0: Every time I see him, like not that I watch the Spurs often, I'm like, damn, y'all really traded him into Rosen for Kawhi. Like Yeah, whatever. You must have really hated him. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a little bit uh, <laughs> surprising there when you look at it that way. Yeah. But um, another thing to
0: note was after our pod last week, Ubrave followed up his last his shitty performance of 40 points. Draymond got close to 10 points. So safe to say the boys listened to the pod as part of the film session. Oubre's um, Be been playing in. very well since we started ripping on him. Um, mm-hmm. Pull up a quick numbers. Over the last eight games, 18 points a game, 45% from three. This is not with uh, tonight's stats, but I mean, that's what they traded for. That was him last year on the Suns um obviously it's it's a very small sample size but it's gives you a little bit of signs of like this guy is still young and figuring it out and still a very talented basketball player he just needs to sort of uh clean up some of the immature spots
1: about his game and that's you know product of playing for the suns and the wizards so and it's all about settling into your new environment too the guy got traded to us with how many weeks into the before the regular season with no preseason, no training yeah. camp he's trying to learn a new system with the greatest shooter of all time. He's not used to playing with somebody like that. The best player he played with before that was Devin Booker. so he I plays mean, nothing
0: like Steph like exactly
1: I don't, it, yeah. it's tough for people to hold him to that standard when he is still a young player trying to learn and figure it out but I mean as everybody saw yesterday he he's moving without the ball he got what three three dunks off of just back cuts yesterday. And that's what everybody's yeah. been kind of begging him to do is move without the ball and cut because when Steph's drawing all these double teams, that's easy money.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think... think he, yeah, good.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say he followed it up with, a, with I thought a pretty... He didn't shoot amazing, but he had a good game tonight with 12 points, 10 rebounds. I thought he played pretty well. Yeah, he
0: hit the shots he needed to when they are sort of on the run um, mm-hmm. down the stretch in the third. And, yeah, I think... We've been lucky as a fan base for the last five years to expect anybody new that we get that's somewhat talented to know how to pass the ball, move the ball, and yeah. sh- make just, every shot they get. And so it's like... <laughs> yeah.
1: Just fall nice, ice for your way. Well, yeah, you know, just make that fucking easy. <laughs> you sit them down. Do you want to win or do you want to go home, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's easy when you bring in a guy like Andre Iguodala when he's thirty one, thirty two years old to fill yeah. that role. Yeah, one but of the smarter you're players. A, so you can, yeah, right. But when you're bringing in a twenty four year old <sighs> Kelly Oubre and a twenty five year old Andrew Wiggins, it's not going to gel asap like that. So people got to yeah. cut them a little bit of slack. It's it's almost a wash year already. So I just want to see these guys play tough, and I feel like that's what they're doing. And yeah. another thing to to kind of look to as a hope tonight is. Ubre went two for five from the three and there must have been three different occasions where he had a semi-open three and passed it up and, and drove to the hoop. So, or passed Mm to the one, you know, kicked it one more pass on the perimeter for the open three. So I love it. He's showing leaps and bounds improvement in my eyes.
0: Yeah. It's, you can tell that he's learning on the fly. It's, it's, (laughs) you know, two weeks ago he was firing that shot and I know exactly which play you're talking about. Like, and I think Kalena called it out or it was just so obvious that he realized that like, I do not need to chuck this shot up and went to the hoop exactly. and got a bucket. So mm-hmm. um, whatever they're doing, it's rubbing off on him. He's figuring it out. And like, yeah, I'm excited to see him hopefully turn a corner here and, and play to what sort of his expectations are. Um, Cause I love this lineup, this little small ball lineup, like, I know people have their, their thoughts around uh, Juan T, but for what he is, a two-way player right now, it's, it's 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 overachieving by a mile, given all the things that are happening to the team this year. So yeah. I love that small ball lineup. I think they can eat most big men's lunch as they go across the league. Like, I think last week we were talking about Porzingis. He looked so lost on the defensive end against the squad. So
1: yeah,
0: obviously, Jakob Pertl stinks, but... Yeah, I think they're figuring out how to play small just in time for, for Wiseman to sort of come back in and
1: hopefully he sort of picks up to what with what they're doing. I think so too. And, I mean, it's it's a fun lineup too because, like, they all hustle. They're all long. They're all versatile besides Steph, really. But yeah. everybody else can switch. Draymond, Wiggins, Oubre, JTA. Yeah. Like, they all can really switch with each other. And it just makes for fun, fun basketball because on the offensive end, they're all moving. Nobody really has to stay down in the middle. Like the looks that Draymond's getting. What did he have tonight? As far he had 11 assists again tonight. So yep. the the looks that he's getting on these backdoor cuts and all the attention that step draws, it, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah, so and, he, and
0: he's getting a little more aggressive from time to time. Again, I think he listened to us talk shit about him not scoring, and like he's realizing how open he is when he's on his fast break because everybody's just assuming he's going to pass the ball. And he had, <laughs> I think Clint called him the, the, the Draymond express. Um, yeah. They which, keep calling him that. Corny, ass <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like he's still, he's doing that like 2017 where he just barrels down the floor and just throws the ball off the backboard on his layups. And yeah. they're going in. I mean, tonight he had seven. that's just two nights ago. Or last night he had Six seven. Points. I'm not sure what he had tonight. So yeah, he's, he went,
1: he went three for four with six points. And I mean, that's really all we're asking for. We just don't, don't throw up a fucking goose egg, dude. Like you have the ability yeah. to push the ball. He had one play. I think it was in the second half where he went coast to coast untouched and finished with a layup yeah. ahead of everyone. Like you can do it <laughs> just yeah, do that. On and the it's occasion, like, you know, you look at his best game statistically against
0: last week against the Mavs granted, they beat them by 30 points, but he shot three of five. He had 11 points, 15 assists, six rebounds. and was a plus 19. Like that is <laughs> three of five and then five attempts to the free throw line. Like that is very repeatable. I don't think the 15
1: assists are, but. Right. But that's like, that's, it's, <laughs> it's not too lofty of a goal to expect you to go three <laughs> for five and get to the line. You know? Yeah. So, like he's smart enough to, to know how to get contact and foul. So. Right. Um, so. It'll keep going, and I'm excited to see what it looks like when Wiseman's back and then eventually Looney comes back and whoever knows how many months that'll be. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. although someone I'm a little disappointed with is uh, it doesn't seem like is making the most out of his minute.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad we brought that up because I was watching tonight and every time I saw him get an open look and he'd miss it, I'm like, damn, I miss Jordan Poole. <laughs> just because there's just so much more there's granted is young as well but he wasn't our first round pick and so I want to see more of our of your baby boy um, me too so yeah it's it sucks that <laughs> those looks are going to Mulder I mean he earned the spot but yeah I need I need to see Jordan pull back I'm getting kind of done with the the mold dog
1: yeah um he's been a little, it's surprising too, because obviously he beat out pool for those minutes because of his consistency. Yeah. Lately. He just really hasn't had the shooting. Uh, Maybe it'll come back soon, but
0: yeah. Honestly, I think he uh, he was just, I think he just shoots the ball more. Like he just has more of a confidence to shoot the ball than pool does. And like you said, he was, he was making them earlier in the year and he's not shooting terribly, but I mean, like pool,
1: you can be putting up these shots. (laughs) Totally. Just, and he, just do it. Yeah, he's got the confidence <laughs> to do it, too. But we'll see. The uh, G League bubble is kicking off tomorrow. Um, first game is going to be the uh, Santa Cruz Warriors against the G League Ignite team, which correct me if I'm wrong, but the G League Ignite is the new team that they started where they're kind of taking high school players um, who don't want to go to college and they're making the jump to the G League first. Yeah, yeah, so the, right. uh,
0: this was a big news last year when they announced that they can make up to, I want to say like 500K and, you know, forego the college season. The biggest name out of that is uh, Jalen Green. I don't know if you've seen much of his highlights, but yeah, that dude nasty. jumps out of the gym. Uh, he was a top
1: 10 prospect, right? Going into, yeah if he went to college. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he was a big name that sort of took the, the leap and they've been put in a bubble and, if it's on NBA, it looks like it's on NBA TV. I'm excited to catch some of these highlights. There's some fun names on the uh, sort of like the uh, redemption t- the redemption names. I know the Warriors' big one is Jeremy Lin, but uh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, I'm pumped to see some of this, this this gameplay.
1: Yeah, me too. I can't wait. And they're going to be televised all kind of sporadically. Um, some of them are going to be on ESPN2, some of them are going to be on Twitch, some of them are going to be on NBA TV. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be playing in Orlando. There'll be a month-long bubble at Disney, uh, the same resort that they did the bubble last year. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be 18 G League teams. And I believe they're all going to play 15 games each for, like, pretty much one month. And then oh, when – Yeah. And then when it comes down to the end of those 15 games, they're going to end up doing a single elimination playoff. So it should make for, for some interesting, interesting hoops. And if – People are obsessed with with your dubs like we are. You're going to have Jordan Poole down there, Nico Mannion, like you mentioned, Jeremy Lin. Um, so yeah. it should make for some some fun hoops to watch, that's for sure. Smiley Geach. I think we're going to get a, a good look at Wilt Smiley Geach and see why we wasted a second-round pick on him. So it should be <laughs>
0: interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a whole mess of uh, Smiley Geach driving to the hoop and clanking dunks. Just being a big, heavy-ass European. (laughs) Yes, Um, exactly. What are your expectations, both lofty and realistic, for your baby boy out here? Uh, I mean, 25 and 5.
1: Is that lofty or realistic? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's beyond lofty. I don't think he's going to be averaging 25 points a game, but I wouldn't be surprised if he – and see yeah I could see him going for 20 a game maybe three threes a game hopefully he'll shoot around 40 percent from behind the arc that's Mm -hmm. what I would be kind of happy with and that would meet I think everyone's expectations because it's one thing to put up points in garbage time in the NBA but if you're in a G League bubble with everybody else that's supposed to be at your somewhat skill level or under you fighting for a position you really need to show out and He put in all that time this offseason. Everybody was talking it up, how he put on weight. He was consistent. First one in the gym, last one out. So this is now where he needs to prove it and show it. And um, I think he could do it. Yeah,
0: he's got some competition at the the guard spot. Obviously, it's, you know, him and uh, Jeremy Lin. But depending on what he's going to be playing mostly at, whether it's off the ball or, or the lead guard, like, Zach Norvell Jr. is on the team. Who's a pretty good scorer from Gonzaga. Um, Shout out to the Zags. Um, Jeremy Lin, Jordan Poole, Nico Mannion. Like, they all have a lot of, you know, for the G League, pretty good uh, guard play. They also have a guy named Dusty Hannes. So watch out for my boy, Dusty Hannes. Fire name Um, alert. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting just consistency out of him. Like – yeah, Just show, show us flashes of how he ended last year, um, playing the pick and roll really well, finishing around the rim. Um, just make your open shots and, and don't try to do too much and just be consistent. And like, I feel like that's all you can ask for him, and, and I got faith that he can do that.
1: Absolutely. And I'm hoping that they play him both ways on and off the ball. Um, yeah, I thought he showed. Yeah, I, th- I thought they sh- he showed last year that he could be a playmaker on the ball um but i mean he's a good enough shooter that if he's kind of running around off screens that he can play off the ball too so hopefully yeah. he plays a lot with jeremy lynn jeremy lynn will handle the ball if he's playing with nico mannion i'm sure nico will be distributing so mm-hmm. um yeah it, it, excited to see it's funny because the way these schedules work a lot of these games are going to be at 8 a.m 10 a.m so it'll make <laughs> so for random. some uh, funny <laughs> and interesting viewing times for
0: sure yeah yeah i'm trying to look through some names to see if we can find some funny ass uh any random people (laughs) so we'll hear about little uh jacob evans we'll see how he's doing out there
1: oh brother Um, oh you know what also i'm going blank on um who signed him but i'm excited to see um former warrior although it was only for a short time but omari spellman he's going to be playing yeah so is uh jordan pool or jordan uh Jordan Bell, JB.
0: So pretty much yes, all of the, the the big name players from the last couple of years that we were hoping to have be good over the years are in yeah. the G League, not on a team, and have a lot to prove. So um, yes, yeah, there's some good names. Our boy uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is playing. Um, I'm excited to see Miles Powell. He's a player from Seton Hall last year and mm-hmm. just a classic bucket getter from New York. Uh, oh, love that yeah no one's more fun to watch than that yeah he's he's primed to just uh put up buckets i only remember him because he uh beat carolina last year in the bahamas so uh um, oh. miles powell is nasty
1: gotcha um
0: but yeah kind of a lot on the uh <laughs> on the g-league bubble um and then jumping into the NBA trend. So before we jump into All Star Game stuff, we have to talk about Lamelo. Um,
1: oh, yes.
0: As a prediction, he was on both of our All Rookie First Teams um, last week. He finally got the starting nod, and as predicted, he's not—he's never not going to be in the starting lineup for the Hornets. I don't think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's proved it. Um, these last six games, this is his last six uh stat lines that he's put up and granted like when i first saw these numbers i'm like all right Lamelo's putting up numbers but is the team winning yeah they've won uh they've won four out of their last six and in those games he's put up 27 points five rebounds nine assists 14 points five rebounds seven assists 22 points seven rebounds three assists 34 points four rebounds eight assists 19 points 24 points, seven rebounds, 10 assists, and he hit seven threes. So yeah, he's really, really taking this opportunity and showing out.
0: And I don't know if I you mean, saw
1: the clip from last game, but I think there was something going on with like a COVID test that they thought he might have been a false negative. So they kept him out all the way up until tip off. So he didn't get to warm up, didn't get to go through shoot around, nothing. Oh no shit. And the reporter <laughs> bought
0: up.
1: Yeah, they brought it up after the game. He was like, yeah, there was some funky stuff going on with COVID, so I didn't get to shoot around or nothing. I just came out here and played. He's <laughs> like, oh, I fucking love you, LaMelo.
0: He's fucking tight. He's, he's like the ball brother that we all wanted. <laughs> like, he's fucking he's so, so, so fun to himself. watch. Yeah, he's so fun to watch. I got blessed with being able to watch a Hornets broadcast, and I think oh, my favorite you're... thing in the world Yo, is just like – over-exaggerated lead announcers. I think Bob Fitzgerald has his uh, his uh flaws, but he doesn't, like, over-exaggerate certain things. And my man last night, I got to find out his name, but... I was going to say, who does the play-by-play? I don't know, but he was trying to... He Every player had a new name. He was saying, ball in your court. And, like, oh, God. everybody had a fucking, like, pet name and, like, just <laughs> screaming every time when Melo hit a shot. Like, it was...
1: That's, that's, a, so that's a bummer. That's a bummer too, because Del Curry does the color commenting for him, and he he's good.
0: Yeah, he's good, but he's he kind of has to feed off old boy's energy, and it just makes him sound so like like regional <laughs> high school. Like we're just trying to make it in broadcasting.
1: <laughs> yeah, why is it so hard to find a good tandem like that? It's it it's crazy.
0: Yeah, but Lamelo is. I mean, one thing to note is his big thing going in. Obviously, we don't really have his defensive numbers, but. His other one was his shot, and in those four games you mentioned, his lowest night was four for nine for forty five percent from the three. So like, he's shooting above fifty percent as of late since he's gotten that starting nod. And yep, um, that's the one thing that he needed to, to fix, quote unquote, going into the year. I don't think he needed to really fix it. It was more about just like getting his shot back on track. And it's <laughs> it's that little cannonball shot, but.
1: Yeah, it's working he for him. Last.
0: that thing.
1: <laughs> and, and so I guess this was his uh his stat line of of or his his per games of his first five starts, which would exclude last night, which was his biggest uh, game. But in the his first five starts in the NBA, he's averaging twenty two points a game, six rebounds, six assists, forty four percent field goals, fifty one percent from behind the three, and eighty nine percent from the free throw. So. Yeah. That is bananas for your first five starts in the NBA. And I mean,
0: given that, I, I think it, <laughs> the, it could be a stretch, but the rookie of the year is kind of his to lose if he plays at, obviously, totally. not this exact level of consistency, but if he just like keeps this up, it's, he's going to walk away with it. And like Tyrese is still nasty, but just given how popular he is, he's starting to take the lead by storm this play and,
1: like, and i think they they're in playoff position aren't they i think they're like a top yeah. seven team in the east right now if i'm not yeah, mistaken yeah they, uh, it they always are for
0: something yeah the hornets are are looking pretty good and they're in the east like you said so they have a chance and uh nick Young in the pot yesterday claiming that lamella is already a top 10 point guard so that's always <laughs> fun to uh i love swaggy p
1: get into it <laughs> he's the best but yeah, um, there's six there's six seed in the east right now. So that's that's gotta count for something. Yeah, he's he's uh he's on his way.
0: Shout out to Lamella, he's fun to watch, man. Absolutely. Gotta gotta rep the Lithuania hoops. Um obviously learned all of his skills in Lithuania and nothing else. So
1: <laughs> Of course, and from um Pops, don't forget. Yeah, of course, yeah. Levarsky. Obviously. Yeah, but he's also leading uh, all rookies in efficiency too, which yeah is it of course one of those nerdy advanced stat numbers but it does count for something
0: right and i think at this point if he's going to put up this sort of number these sort of numbers like if he has five turnovers oh well growing pains. it's growing he's right. yeah. <laughs> gonna yeah. play
1: through it he's gonna learn from it yeah i'm all i'm uh, all good with it they're yeah. a fun team to watch too like they're I, fun I've as caught, hell i've caught more than a few charlotte games and man they are a lot of between him i'm not the biggest gordon hayward fan but he's having a good year i love watching Um, scary terry uh miles bridges every time he gets the ball he's trying to dunk it down your throat so much fun to watch so yeah
0: he yeah it's because like he he plays off they have like two different their units are so different because it's like gordon hayward's super slow and methodical and it's he sort of figured out his game post-injury and it's it's Good to watch, he's just surgical with it. He's kind of like slowly going around picking and rolls and, and finding his spots. And then Terry's kind of a good a mix of both of like speed as well as patience. And then LaMelo's and just energy. kind of like, Yeah, and then Lamella's just like the flash in the pan coming in and like connected with Miles Bridges, finding everybody. And then like the Martin twins are playing well,
1: like, okay. yeah, like, who would have thought? <laughs> I love the Bambug twins. Yeah, I love the connection LaMelo and uh, Bridges have already. You could tell that they're like boys off the court. They really have a good connection on the court. Um, So I think they're going to be a fun duo to watch for years to come, hopefully.
0: Just waiting on that Bridges and LaMelo rap album, probably. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I can't wait. I need LaMelo on the mic. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Um, And then uh, another thing in the news this NBA is they officially formalized the uh, All-Star game. So March seven, they're going to uh, have an All Star game right in the pandemic's face. Um, they're jumping. They're going out to Atlanta. Uh, been a lot of chatter. A lot of the players are firmly against it. Um yes. LeBron's had De'Aaron, some quotes.
1: De'Aaron's De'Aaron like, Fox being one of the biggest ones.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Um, yeah, Kawhi don't know why said we're doing some
1: things this. like. Well, if Kawhi talks, you got to listen. Yeah, I think Kawhi was just
0: like, I get it. It's a business move on and then like he but he's like it's everybody's sort of taking the stance i haven't heard anybody who's like i want to do this
1: Um, so the only advocate that i know of is chris paul he's kind of been taken ahead of the negotiations and i think he's the reason that they're going to be putting some of the proceeds towards covid relief and hbcus which if they're going to do it i'm more than happy that that's the channel that they're going with but i think he's been the the main advocate of anybody's chris paul
0: yeah it's it's tough. I mean, I like that it's the cause is there, but I think there's so many different ways that you can raise money without bringing so many people into Atlanta to have a, uh, an all-star game. And even if it is, I think you said it's like only one night, they're trying to squeeze it all into things, but yeah. I don't think they should be doing how the about, dunk contest. I don't think they should be doing the three-point contest,
1: but I don't know. How about no nights? It just doesn't need to be done. Like Give them the accolades the, and move on. Like The season's yeah, already exactly. fucking weird. Like, <laughs> pick, the, pick the teams. Like There's nothing wrong with honoring the players who have been great and should be all-stars, but you don't need to play this game. No. And I understand why they're doing it in Atlanta, because TNT, who always televises the all-star weekend, is based in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. if they do it there, they don't have to travel any of their – um, cruise or cast or anything like that but also when you look at it atlanta is like the hot spot especially jo- like georgia and atlanta of covid like georgia yeah. didn't fucking shut down at all so you're putting these players in like a high risk area and situation it just seems a little bit funny to me with every, it seems contradictory with the way the nba has approached the entire pandemic and the entire season to now do a quick money grab and do an all-star game and put all these people at risk it just seems yeah. funny
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing of like, for being so pro players to then being like, yeah, we're going to have everybody come to Atlanta. Because it's not like all the media people, like granted there's going to be smart media professionals who know to stay home and do everything uh, virtually, but not everybody's that like, not everybody's like Mark Spears of the world, you know, like people have to get out there and and everybody just traveling and flocking to Atlanta you know, people are going to go out there from a party perspective. Like, totally. clubs are not shut down. Like, bars no, promoters are, down. are going to
1: get their bag. They're going to be yeah, throwing, it's just throwing such parties. A,
0: it's such a bad idea to just play a pointless game of basketball and in front of no fans. For, like I said, they can, if they really want to raise money, like raise money in different ways. Like, But you got to <laughs>
1: remember, this is in Atlanta. They're going to be having courtside care and a lot of those fans. Oh, yeah, Big I Daddy guarantee- Carlos is going to be front and <laughs> center. John and LeBron. I, I guarantee they're going to have fans there. But I, I need somebody to make <laughs>
0: – LeBron's big ass got in my way. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: juiced up old man. Um, okay. But I need somebody to make me an Adam Silver meme as the boss from Office Space. Thinking he- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to come in this weekend and play the All-Star game. What I thought yeah, was funny is that they've is made rules for, <laughs> since, since it's an act, I guess technically, uh, it is still a break because I think from March 5th to 10th, there's going to be no regular season games. Okay. So the league has, has put restrictions on players that have not made the All-Star team to where they mm-hmm. can go and what they can and can't do. So what they have put forward is during the All-Star break, players will be allowed to travel in the United States, including Hawaii, the Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. The concern around international travel centers on the possibility that players might not be allowed to re-enter the country as quickly as they wish or that federal and state regulations on testing and quarantines could leave too much to chance so I would be probably praying that I don't make this all-star team if I'm one of these guys on the cusp I'm like I'm gonna go to fucking Maui for like five days or I'm gonna head out to Puerto Rico yeah, yeah. for a little bit get me some get <laughs> me a nice Rico. little yeah exactly <laughs> Um, So hopefully the players that don't make it can have a nice safe off time and enjoy it with their family in one of these beautiful destinations.
0: Yeah. And its I wonder if players might – if players are going to drop out. And, I mean, it's just – it's so crazy how they're just – they're continuing to sort of like slowly fumble handling this pandemic as a league. And, like, you saw it last week with Kevin Durant, like – Getting scratched, then playing three quarters, then pulled again, pulling them again, and then played again. And then, like LaMelo last night, like you said, how he didn't really do anything. He, like, it's just, it's just all fucked. But it (laughs) is. um, I wouldn't be surprised if someone sort of like pulls out and
1: starts sort of that cascade. But yeah, they have a, they all have the opt out clause that they were given last year's bubble and this year. So, I'm yeah. sure that they can exercise it if they want to.
0: Yeah, LeBron doesn't want doesn't need another uh, all star uh, nod like he did a championship. So he's, he's against playing this time around. So <laughs> I'm sure he is. He's a father
1: of four, you know. So I'm sure he <laughs> wants to be home with his kids for this break. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah let's get into said, some predictions. Yes. Me and you drafted our own all star teams. Is that correct? So, yes. Um, if everybody doesn't know, the way they do the all star game now is, um, fans vote for the starters and i believe that, that accounts for 50% of who's going to start and the other 50% is between coaches and players right
0: um so the fans do if i'm not mistaken the fans do all the voting for the starters and then the coaches do
1: the reserves gotcha let's see so this is the fan vote accounts for 50% of the total vote to determine the starters right okay yes. yeah, yeah yeah you're you're right and then uh, the play, the coaches um, pretty much pick the reserves. So yeah, the two the two players from each conference they get the most votes. They're picking the teams. Yeah, you're still going to get the best players from each conference, but they're not going to play as a conference. They're going to pick teams like they have the last what is it two years now?
0: Um, almost three, I think. I think it, yeah, you're right. It might be the yeah, three. they've been doing it a good amount, and I hope um, they do the same format as last year with sort of like the. First versus twenty four thing. I thought that was super cool to watch, but
1: I, I love that. I hope they do it too. But if they stopped it now, because um, there already is votes coming in, the leading vote getter from the east would be KD, and the leading vote getter from the west would be LeBron. So you yeah. got those two picking teams. Yep. So who do you and have as your as your east starters?
0: So the east starters, I got KD, um, Giannis, and Embiid in the front court. And then I got Kyrie and Bradley Beal in the backcourt.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I don't think these are going to be too contentious. Like, there's damn near five and five that stand out in each conference. And it'd be pretty tough to see anybody else get in those spots. So I had the exact same.
0: I mean, I thought I I was sort of on the fence between the one one that was in question. I'm sure you felt the same was Bradley Beal. Um, Yeah. Looking at the first return votes. He's not too – he doesn't have too much of a lead on Harden, and mm-hmm. it would not shock me if Harden, over time, jumps him. Um, I wouldn't but be yeah, surprised that was, either. But that was the I'm only ho- one in question.
1: I'm hoping Brad Beale gets it, though. I mean, he got fucked last year Yeah, out of damn near everything. And it's true he is on one of the worst teams in the league, but it's not necessarily his fault. He's, he's still staying in D.C., playing his ass off, so – I'm, I'm hoping yeah. he, he becomes a starter leading the league in scoring. That'd be pretty crazy if you weren't starting the all-star game.
0: I think him getting kind of like uh, snubbed last year until years ago, and sort of how the year is going. I think his, his votes are getting a little pumped up. Just kind of like the, Yeah. Let's go. Let's get him in those leagues or in the all-star game. So yeah, I hope he holds it. He's so fun to watch and he deserves to get in the all-star game.
1: Agreed. But that's what I had for the East as well. Yeah. Um, and then for the West starters, I had – I'm sure you're going to have a very similar list. Yeah, I that's had pretty Le- chalk Le- in the
0: West. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, LeBron, Kawhi, and Jokic in my front court, and Steph and Luca in the back court. Is
0: there – yep. Yep. That was chalk.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I don't think that's really going anywhere. Those guys have pretty much solidified themselves as the best in the West. Mm-hmm. I think the only one that's really – kind of poking at a starting spot is Paul George. He is really playing well, but I don't see him getting in a, in front of Kawhi.
0: Yeah, I was... Yeah, he's... Luca. I mean, the difference in votes between Paul George and Anthony Davis fourth and fifth is like 500,000 votes, so... Right. Yeah, I don't see Paul George jumping either of those two. I thought maybe... Uh, I thought mm-hmm. I was surprised to see Jokic over AD just from a pure popularity standpoint, but... Ad was I think it's the only correct.
1: one. I think it's very correct. Yeah, I think Ad is yeah. the only one that was
0: possibly in question. I think Steph and Luca just Luca's white, and that was just a lock already. And then Steph's just <laughs> yeah. he's just so popular, and he's playing at such a high level. He's by he's far shimmies, number one. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't realize, um, so if yeah, you got
1: on your uh, east reserves part. So the Yeah, east this reserves. is the fun part.
0: Needy, yeah, needy. I think I think for the east, there is like the first like four, were pretty easy. So my East reserves, I've got Tatum, Harden, um, Bam. And then um, the remaining three, I got Juice, Jalen Brown, making his yep. first All-Star game. I got Domptus Sabonis, making his second. Um, I got Trigger Trey Young, hitting his second. And... Um, Ziggy Zach Levine is my final spot from the Chicago yeah. Bulls rounding out the East. Um, how about you?
1: Somewhat similar. Um, I took the approach of picking four guards and three front court players. Um, so for my four guards, similar to you, I have Jalen Brown, um, averaging 26 and five this year. And for a, a killer Celtics team, I think he deserves it playing his yeah. ass off. Um, I also have Zach Levine averaging 27-5-5 five and five on a bum-ass Bulls team. But <laughs> he's shooting 50-40-85 right now, 50% from the field, 40% from three and 85%. So good. So he's not just filling it up. Like, he's doing it efficiently. So yeah. I, I think he definitely deserves it. Um, James Harden, I mean, he's going to make it. And he's yeah. a guy you want to see in an all-star game anyway, so I'm cool with it in um, my last guard that I picked, I picked uh, the Sex Man, Colin Sexton. Sex Man. I don't think he's gonna make it. Um, I'm assuming Trey Young will probably get the nod ahead of him, but I I can't get enough of the Sex Man. I, I like watching him, and I think he'd be fun to to see in an All Star game. He'd be one of those guys that's that would probably try way too hard and <laughs> maybe, maybe uh go up and accidentally hurt somebody. I don't know, but. I like yeah. the sex man. I would love to see him make the all-star team. Realistically, I think he's a few years away, but uh-huh. this is my my team that I'm picking, and I, I dig Colin. So Colin's the last guard that made it for me. Um, uh-huh. And, yeah. Oh, you just got four. It's my bad, cut. Oh, yeah. So then the last three front-court players I had, I had Tatum, um, like you. Jason Tatum's having a great year on the Celtics. Uh, Sabonis, I mean, as far as front-court players goes, he he's – doing something with nothing in indy yeah and i also had jules randall from the knicks Ooh. rounding out mine and he's having a career year 22 points a game 11 rebounds six assists same thing he's doing it efficiently as hell so he is and they're in the they're in the playoff race so uh and he's clearly their best player and when's the last time a nick has made the all-star game was it mellow
0: had to be mellow uh and yeah
1: has to be mellow I'm a sucker for when big market teams are good. Like when the Knicks are good, I enjoy basketball more. So I'm hoping Jules makes the team this year. I think he deserves it.
0: I'm down to do some Knicks talk next week. I've got some – granted, they just got D-Rose. I think
1: we're down to start tracking the Knicks. (laughs) I'm with it. I I always keep my eye on the Knicks. So I'm I'm down Um, to that.
0: So the two players in question that I was – when I was looking to the East was – Um, homeless Jim, Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons. So Butler, he's fifth in the front court voting. Um, I don't think he'll get a starting nod. So it comes down to coaches. I just think he played enough, but that was one that I thought about. And then Ben Simmons does not seem to be like a vote kind of guy, but I think he plays an all-star level. His numbers are a little bit down, but the Sixers are also the best in in the East. if not the top three. Um, so it wouldn't shock me if he takes Tra- – I hope he takes Trey Young spot and not t- uh, Jalen Brown's. But, yeah, Ben Simmons was the one that I was, like, kind of on the fence of who to- if I should bring him in there.
1: I think Ben Simmons is going to make it, especially that he's playing for the best team in the East. He's probably the best defender on that team. So I think yeah. Ben Simmons – I think Ben Simmons will make it. He deserves it. Um, and then a homeless Jim, I- like you said, I don't think he's played enough. He just hasn't played enough games. He'll probably just get wasted and be hungover and not want to play anyway. So,
0: yeah, he's back. He's back now over like the last couple of games. So that could get yeah. him some bumps
1: and votes. But yeah, I I don't think yeah. he'll he'll jump. In. I don't need to see Jimmy Butler hungover on the All Star bench. I'm good. No. no, give us somebody new. Give us Jules Randall.
0: You need to see Zach Levine. He flies. Yes, exactly. Um, what about all right, the West. So the last so one was was fun. So I my West Reserves, I got um playoff P, I got mm-hmm. um that's Paul George, I got um Anthony Davis, Dame Lillard, um Donovan Mitchell, uh Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Devin Booker.
1: Ooh, very nice.
0: Yeah. Um I'll let you do yours and I got
1: we'll do some uh some talk around it. So go for it. For sure. Same thing as the other the other team. I picked four guards and three front court. So my four guards for this one, I picked Dame. Um, I feel bad for Dame. Dame gets fucked because he's in the same conference as Luca and Steph. Like he's good enough to be a starter. He should be yeah. a starter probably. He puts Steph up crazy numbers. Steph and Dame would be so sick. Uh, <laughs> it would be fun. He, he carries his team for the most part. So I I picked Dame. He's unbelievable. Um, The next one, he has not played enough games, but the games he did play in, he proved that he more than deserves it. I'm going C.J. McCollum. Um, Oh yeah. He's hurt, so he probably won't play anyway, but I think he should still get the accolade. Um, Yeah, I like C.J. So I got the the Blazers backcourt there for me. Uh, I also picked Donovan Mitchell, best player on the first-place team in the West – yeah, kind of enough said as far as that goes. Um, and then my last guard spot, I got swipe at a fox. I got De'Aaron Fox. Um, really having a great year, averaging twenty three points a game, six assists, a little more than one steal a game. Um, they lost tonight, but I think he he had like twenty five points in the first half against the Sixers tonight. This is just a year I think he takes the the leap. Um, yeah, and they're also in playoff contention, and he is by far and away the best player on that team. So he carries into the playoffs, I don't see why he shouldn't be recognized. Um So I went with De'Aaron Fox over Devin Booker there, only because look who De'Aaron has on his team. Book has CP3 and, and De'Andre 8. Yeah. It's a toss-up. I'm sure Book would get the nod, but I'm going De'Aaron. Um, and then love front that court. Yeah, front court, I got Paul George uh killing it this year. He's having a crazy efficient year, too. He's shooting 50% from the field, 47 from 3, 90 from Free throw, so he's going to be a 50 40 90 guy this year. He's playing like uh, OKC, uh,
0: Paul George again. Yeah,
1: so yeah, fun man. to he, watch. He, Paul George, yep. Um, Anthony Davis, obviously, yep. best front court player left. And then this guy might be hurt. He's week to week with a with a turned ankle, also my sixth man of the year pick, but I'm going Christian Wood. Christian Wood. I had him written down, <laughs> <laughs> I had him written down and x him out just to kind of yeah. even out with four guards. <laughs> mm hmm. But, I mean, as far as, like, the numbers go, and he's 22 points, 10 rebounds, one and a half blocks a game. Mm-hmm. Again, he's doing it efficiently, 42% from behind the three, 55% from the field. So, um, I like Wood. Hopefully, he continue like will get better. And um, I don't know how serious the ankle injury is. I think they might have taken him off in a wheelchair. But, yeah, I don't, think, I don't know so the severity of that. Right. So, hopefully, he gets back in time. And that would be cool if they, they recognized Chrissy,
0: yeah, always cool to see someone who's like most improved and coming out of no ma- nowhere, and then to get all star nod. So,
1: right, I feel like um, he could yeah. be like the Bam of last year.
0: Yeah. Um, and does that round out your uh, your group? That's,
1: that's my West bench. Yep. So no Zion. I I did not. I left Zion. No, out. Big Daddy Zion. Um, I do like Zion. Don't get me wrong; he is fun to watch, but. The Pelicans fucking stink. And yeah, I think I think they're holding on right now to the tenth seed, which technically is the play in tournament, but I don't really like watching them play besides him and, and BI. I think I don't think they're very good this year. Um so yeah, I think Christian Wood's having a better year. So I, I plugged him into the front court spot there.
0: Yeah, I I think you can't go wrong with either. Um Mm-hmm. I like the McCollum pick. Another one I thought about, but again, I think it's I think it's one year too soon. Was uh, Shea Gildas Alexander having sort of that like so twenty three a game, um, but he plays with the Thunder and they fucking stink. Um, yep. Hilarious That's to see part. Andrew Wiggins number seven in front court voting for the West.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, Warriors have good fans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no shit, we have good fans. I think Clay Thompson was voted. Uh, yeah, he's the number 10 guard, yeah know. one other one i thought about was uh who's
0: up there in votes but probably won't make it is john Morant. he's number four in the guard voting
1: i feel like he'd have to get in on votes because he he missed yeah. what was like a month he missed a big chunk of time with an injury and there's just and so many
0: better guards than him
1: right. <laughs> just and memphis isn't having that great of a year so It's going to be tough for for that, especially with, with, like you said, with reserves, it's decided by the coaches. And I think those guys always want to reward people on good teams, which is why you saw fucking Kyle Korver and Jeff Teague make an all-star game back in, what was that? 2014, 2015. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I always like to see new fresh faces on the all-star team. Don't really want to keep rewarding the same dudes every single year that are kind of skating by.
0: Yeah. I like how I don't want
1: it to be sort of that,
0: like once you get in and you're that popular you're sort of like a lock and right. I think there's a lot of players who kind of hit that last year like I think Book's a good example of that um, mm-hmm. and I, I, I put him in for that reason same goes for Trey Young um,
1: yeah like, I, I snubbed Trey Young
0: yeah I'm all for snubbing him um, <laughs> but yeah I thought
1: Wood, Christian Wood was
0: one I was thinking about I had him crossed out and put down Booker um and i I think zion and or brandon ingram get in um like for the sake of fun like you got to get zion in there as you need to get zach levine just let those motherfuckers fly
1: (laughs) yeah no i agree i I think zion probably should make it and i mean he would be the the quintessential all-star player he's going to be running jumping everywhere catching oops so yeah that that would be that would be nice if he made it yeah i'll I'll be good for that Hopefully, uh, if they're doing the announcements for the uh, dunk contest, they'll uh,
0: announce those and we'll do a little predictions around that. But they have updates this week on voting. And then I think in next week, they'll do the starters and stuff and then
1: round it out. Yes. Fan voting. Yeah. Fan voting ends on February 16th. uh, And the starters are announced on the 18th. And then the coaches announce the reserves on the 23rd. They still have not decided when the draft is going to be, but. They only have two weeks between the 23rd and the all-star game, which is on the seventh. So we'll see. Yeah. Probably be the week before.
0: Yeah. We'll have some more all-star talk. I want to do a little chat next time or around uh things you would do to make it better. So love it. We'll put a little pin in that. Um, yep. Yeah. Anything else basketball-wise you want to talk about?
1: Yeah. Mm. I think that's about it. After the Warriors game ended, I threw on that uh the end of the first half of that Kings, Sixers game, and the Kings were up, and man, they were clicking. They ended up losing that game, but my baby boy Halliburton was looking feeler- fearless. I watched him make three threes in a row, making defensive stops, getting his limbs out, tipping the ball everywhere. So you the know was Kings- a
0: huge Halliburton guy is a uh, worldwide Wob Rob Perez. Of course he is. Wobb's got great taste. Massive <laughs> Halliburton fan. So yeah, it's
1: <laughs> dude Halliburton is so fun to watch. He is just he is. Yeah, I. So anytime I can turn on a Kings broadcast and listen to Doug Christie go bananas about Halliburton, I'm doing it. But that's is all. He a I nickname got. for him yet? <laughs> not that, not that I've uh, gathered, but I'm sure one will come. He's quite the animated commentator. Yeah, um, cool. I got a, I got a cool
0: question for you. What
1: did you have for lunch today? <laughs> so t- so today was. Uh... <laughs> what does your sweatshirt say? <laughs> yeah, a little contradictory, but um, yeah, today was a uh, was a little bit of a scumbag day. was was doing a little bit of driving, and I had to grab a quick lunch. And the, the first place that I saw was Arby's, <laughs> so <laughs> so I pulled over and, and drove through and got a a, a roast beef. <laughs> a roast beef with curly fries from, from the Arby's. And I got to tell you, it was nothing to write home about. The curlies were delicious as to be expected. You can't yeah. really fuck up curly fries, but I think I might've messed up with the ordering of the roast beef and it didn't come with a jus or anything like that. So it was just a little bit of a dry <laughs> roast beef sandwich. Just a yeah. Bun. Not, yeah, pretty much. It left a lot to be desired. So I might be out yeah. on Arby's for a little while, but
0: at least Arby's the was roast good. Beef. there is a lot of Arby slander over the last couple of weeks um unsure how it got started but <laughs> i've never had Arby's before i heard their uh curly fries oh. are bomb but my <laughs> curlies are unbelievable that roast beef just is not this <laughs> yeah, is not doing it for me Doug.
1: <laughs> if, if they would have served it up with some sort of uh, any sort of au jus i'm sure it would have hit the spot but yeah
0: yeah that thing was bone dry I mean, I coincidentally also ate garbage today, so I had Shake Shack. And it led me to think of just like, how can we (laughs) talk about fast food items and Mm. we'll just start and just set the record straight. I don't think anybody can say Shake Shack's better, but just set the record in and out is leagues better than than Shake Shack. Um, I'm glad that you're
1: saying it for the masses on this podcast.
0: Say it with your chest. I mean, you have to doctor up Shake Shack to make it be somewhat enjoyable if you don't it's just a
1: mushy bun with meat so I'm i afraid. feel like i know what kind of person you are if you say you prefer shake shack over in and out and i don't know if it's the kind of person that i want to be hanging out with. you're a fraud <laughs> that's all <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say about shake shack but yeah um
0: so we thought it'd be fun to introduce you guys into some drafting um now there's only two of us and in the future we'll probably have some guests on to do some drafting um, but who doesn't like a draft? It's a sports prog uh, podcast, and we thought it'd be fun to draft a fast food meal. So the way it's going to work is you're going to have five categories. You're going to have your burger, your fry, your chicken item, your miscellaneous item, and your drink
1: of choice. Um, and I got a question. We're talking, yes. So when you say a burger, does that include sandwich or are we going strictly burgers?
0: Um, I mean, you're welcome to pick sandwiches. Like if you want to go Arby's roast beef over a
1: burger, <laughs> by by all means, <laughs> be my <laughs> guest. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify before, you know, we start throwing out vetoes. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, we could,
0: I think the bulk of your fast food is usually a burger, but you know, we right. were an inclusive podcast. So if you're thinking of something else, that's, fits the realm of your main entree sandwich
1: by all means Perfect. go for it um, all right but yeah we're what? just gonna go back and forth like you said there's only two of us so there's there's not there's it's a small board um, a lot to choose from a lot of items for not too many people but yeah it should be fun big shout out to a top five podcast um i actually went on I forget when that was a few months ago We we talked top five fast food Uh, chains so i'm I'm a little bit prepared for this i guess
0: shout out to Joey and sean i was uh, yeah that was the first thing i thought of first thing i thought of when i uh was thinking fast food was like we gotta we gotta just give a little nod to the the top five boys and talk some garbage food so absolutely i'll let you start by being on the clock
1: and uh go for it friend perfect Well, as I look at the board, I'm trying to narrow down and see what has maybe out of those categories has the slimmest pool of items um, or what would maybe be the most valued. So I'm going to do something that most people probably wouldn't do. And I'm going to go ahead and draft my miscellaneous first. And I'm going to go with the cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. It is probably. I figured I took that right out of your fingertips. It Fuck. it might be my favorite item of all fast food um, chains. Like burgers are all well and great, but if I'm drunk and and have a little bit of the substance in me, get me some Taco Bell. That's what I want. I'm probably going to order multiple cheesy gordita crunches, but for the sake of this draft and this virtual meal, I'm taking cheesy gordita crunch under my miscellaneous category. Any thoughts that you have on cheesy gordita crunch?
0: I think that's one of one. Yeah, I think that's got to be. Of... The obvious one that you're not mentioning, we're not mentioning is, is Taco Bell doesn't fit any of these categories. And uh, I think now it gives me a little bit of room. I think I have a pretty easy follow up in that miscellaneous count. So I'm going to pass on that for now. Um, I'm going to go with in the world of um, in the world of picking your bird. I'm going bird, and I'm going Popeyes chicken sando. I think that by oh, far is you motherfucker. I think that beats Chick Fil A. It's just a better bird overall. You got the spicy, you got the normal. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the popularity behind it. They accept opening. They're open on Sundays. You know they're inclusive of all people. I'm going Pope yeah, Popeyes they don't, chicken. Popeyes they don't chicken sandwich
1: number one. Uh,
0: I think that's pick. a
1: that's a great pick. Um, like a sexy, yeah, it's like a sexy wide receiver. And it's got the flair. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's a fantastic pick. I, I had it number one on my board as far as chicken goes. So not mad. I mean, I'm mad that you took it cause I wanted it, but it's <laughs> very fair and it's perfect amount of value at the number two slot. If I would have lost both the Popeye's chicken sandwich and the would eat oh, you, i'd probably end this to this now
0: i would just yeah, log yeah, off hang <laughs> up. All
1: that's how friendships are locked um but no fantastic pick i think that's the way you you had to go there was really yeah. no other way um nice well now that you said that i think i'm gonna go ahead and draft my burger and because obviously you can't take another chicken so um That'll be there for me. So I'm going to go burger. I'm going to go with the burger that I enjoy the most. It's the burger that makes me feel the best. I trick my dumb brain and I order this because I think it's healthier than the other burgers, which it might be, but I mean, it's still a burger at the end of the day, but I'm going double-double from in and out I'm getting yeah. the raw and the grilled onions on it because I'm a psycho and I like a lot of onions. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's it's my favorite. Uh, when When you talk about fast food burgers, I think most of them are garbage trash. Um, I I feel like in and out is healthier and it tastes the best, it tastes the freshest. So I'm going in out double double. Yeah, I think that was
0: the first one I had written down. I think it's an obvious number one, um, very contentious number one for burgers. But I I mean, right. I've never met someone who's like I hate double doubles. It's usually the fries that people rip on. Um, so correct. That's a good pick.
1: Yeah, I feel um, like a lot of people would try to go with Shake Shack there, but. As I previously mentioned, it's going to always be uh, in and out of a Shake Shack.
0: Yeah. And it, it leaves me into to playing in the trash a little bit of just like where <laughs> I to wanted go to with put my burger pig. Yeah. I think that's the <laughs> one where... The list is long. It's a long list of options, but it, it's it's top heavy. I think once you get down into
1: the scumbag burgers, you're eating fucking <laughs> nasty ass sandwiches. Um, yeah, you look, you look and smell like a big bag of trash in no time.
0: Uh, so I'm gonna I'm sit on the burger for now, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go French fry, and okay. you know. There's a few fries that I haven't had. There's a few fries that I have had. Um, you know, I had fries today. They're very good. I don't think they're top number one. Those um, are crinkles, right? Crinkle John's. Yeah. Surprisingly okay. very good. But I think I got to go with McDonald's fries as my French mm. fry category. Old uh, faithful. I haven't had Arby's curlies. I fucking love curlies, but... <laughs> I can't put that on the board if I've never had them. Um, if, oh, I it's, it's Curlies, if I can take curly's, if I get curly's from like IBs or someone else, I am getting curly's. But I got to go with McDonald's fries.
1: Respect. It's it's the I I mean I feel like McDonald's fries are like the goat of uh, of the fry category. I feel like they're kind of like a like an Isaac Bruce or like a Jerry Rice of the of fries. You know what I mean? They're, they're just there's people that meat. go. They go to McDonald's for the fries
0: after In-N-Out Burger. So it's just, it's... Yeah. Which I don't agree with, but, you know... I don't agree with it either, but <laughs> proof is in the pudding.
1: They do taste delicious. Great pick. <laughs> Fantastic pick. I respect it. Um, okay, so that leaves me... I still have to pick a fry, a chicken, and a drink, right? Yes. So since you got all those out of the way, I'm going with Drink. I'm going with something that I haven't had in a while, but I, I love it, and I will always love it, because you know me, I have a sweet tooth. Anything that is icy, I'm going to want, <laughs> whether that's booze, not booze. I love a nice slush. little am so going, So <laughs> I'm going, yeah. So I'm going with a Powerade slush from Sonic. It comes okay, in the blue. Written down. <laughs> blue Powerade slush. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love taking these out of your hands, but people haven't had it. It's an unbelievable drink. Blue Powerade is fantastic on its own. When you make it in a slush form from Sonic, it is top five drinks ever. When I was a real young scallywag, I would get the 64 ounce and crush it in like the root 66 or two. size. Yeah. those Get fucking brain freeze. Man. Yeah. It's going to diabetes in a cup. But man, they make those Powerade slushes in multiple flavors. But I always go Blue Powerade, Blue Powerade slush.
0: I knew you were picking that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I had it. that written
0: down just for the topic of conversation, and, and <laughs> I thought about being a dickhead and taking it because it's not my favorite oh. drink, but I was you know, I gotta that. go with gotta go with what's true to me. <laughs> yes, be true to yourself. Um, so I have a drink, a miscellaneous, and a burger. Um mm. you know, I'm, I'm picking freely in all these, so I guess I will just keep us on the burger or the drink talk and you know, say what you want about Sonic's food, their drink selections are fucking amazing. And yeah. I agree with you in the slush world. Uh, I don't go blue Powerade, I go cherry limeade. Um, I will take a cherry limeade slush, just washing down the 1500 calories I am putting down in this meal. The seven um, packets of popcorn chicken. <laughs> the the ice is like half the battle there. Um, I think there's a lot to choose from in the drink field. Everybody has their like Baja Blast, missing with that flavor. Um, yeah. But Sonic just does it with their fucking drinks. I'll eat their shit food if I can have one of the tray Limades.
1: Yeah, I'll go there. The star of the show is the drink. Make no mistake. Yeah, like the food is is eh, but I'm going there for the drink, and I tolerate the food. Yeah. So, touche. Love that we both picked the Sonic drink. It says a lot. It says a lot about the boys. Mm-hmm um all right so with my next pick i'm gonna go in the fry category you mentioned them earlier i had them today i'm going Damn. with arby's curly fries there's a few different fries that are still on the board um that i could have gone with no spoilers i mean you already picked the fries so it's not like i'm taking any picks but i was in between arby's curlies and animal style fries but i already have an in and out item i on didn't even menu. think about that <laughs> So, um, so, I'm going with Arby's Curlies. Like you said, I'm a sucker for curly fries wherever they come from. I buy the frozen ones and I make them at home. Yeah. I'm just seasoned curlies are, are top tier fries for me. So, I'm going <laughs> Arby's seasoned curlies for my fries. So,
0: now that they're, now that they're off the board, yeah. I was thinking sneaky good fries, Carlos Jr.'s waffles, waffle fries. They I've are. also thought about Chick fil A, but those a little too saggy. And then, um, I was digging Shake Shacks today, but not enough to put them in the top, but yeah. I mean, if you had the chance to have curlies, I mean, you can't not put them as number one. So yeah. Curly's
1: are number one fries for me. Crinkle from, from, uh, Shake Shack Crinkle in general are pretty good, but yeah, I, I still feel like Curly reigns supreme. So yeah. And it, it, bad curlies are better than good fries. So,
0: I mean, it's correct. Just, it's, it's Wise obvious. words. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I'm going to go. I got a burger and I got a miscellaneous next. Um, damn, I am struggling on my burger pick. Uh, I, I left
1: you with garbage, I'm telling dude, you. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's like I like certain ones, but it's like
0: just not that good. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm like, do I go a little off the cuff a little bit just to stir the pot? Um you know what? I gotta go with something that's true to me. I gotta go with, you know, if I can think of the first burgers I've had, you know, it might be a crowd favorite. It might be pandering a little bit, but I gotta go Big Mac. Um, solid, I, solid pick. I've had them recently. They're not as good, but it's just such a nostalgic pick for me. Now I'm going to McDonald's items on this list. Um, Mickey D's. I eat trash all day, but. <laughs> um, I mean, there's songs about it. It's the, the prized possession of McDonald's, the number one on the menu. Um, gave me a Big Mac. The last couple of times I've had it hammered at like 2 a.m. It's been a Big Mac.
1: So yeah, Big Mac, how are you doing? It, Big Macs are delicious. That's up there for me too. <laughs> Fun little fact, used to work at Big Five. There was, a, there was a McDonald's right next to us. On my break, I would order probably two Big Macs and hammer them on like a 15-minute break. So, throw the middle I,
0: bread out the window or something. <laughs> no, I'm eating every
1: piece of bread. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Big Macs are undeniable. Another one of those kind of it's in the goat talk for sure. It's it's yeah. not necessarily you don't feel the greatest after it, but they are delicious. So
0: it was that it between that and the Western bacon cheese. G- Carlos Junior, I haven't had West- that in so long, so I don't know what that would do to me if I had it today. <laughs> me either. I, I,
1: I have fond memories of, of uh, swallowing mm. Western bacon cheese, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, the, that would probably do a big number on my stomach currently. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> I almost went. I almost went like the standard just Mickey D's double cheeseburger, um, this dollar menu style. But like I said,
1: Big Mac just screams my the- childhood and Big Mac's a sexier pick. If you if yeah. you got to pick between double cheeseburger from McDonald's yeah. and Big Mac, you got to go Big Mac. Yeah, exactly. I'm not picking scumbag Burger King. <laughs> no, I'm glad Master you didn't go Whopper. Whopper. Yeah, I would have <laughs> I would have left this meeting ASAP. So that leaves me with chicken. Uh, last pick, chicken. you pick the you pick, yeah, you pick the Popeye's chicken sandwich, which I think everyone can agree is probably the top uh top of the chicken list. So with that off the board, I'm going to have to go with the chicken that I eat the most. And that's going to be orange chicken from Panda Express. Oh, my God. <laughs> a little bit maybe different. <laughs> I don't know if that was on your board. I didn't know if you had that in, Not uh, even in your close. mind. <laughs> Not even <laughs> <But> close. <laughs> Panda Express, do, it is a chain. They it's do have drive throughs It's a bird. <laughs> I have, correct. I've driven through a Panda Express and eaten the orange chicken while I'm driving. So I think it very much uh belongs in this category. I think it's everyone's go-to when they go to Panda Express. Like you don't go go there and, and get all willy-nilly and order a bunch of random bullshit. You have oh. two entrees, you're always at least gonna get one orange chicken. So I mean that's am I'm, I'm that's, taking orange chicken. That's like my that, mic drop pick.
0: That's Tom Brady the sixth round. That is an yep. unreal sneak. Oh I was man, I'm
1: speechless <laughs> When I was bummed when you picked the, uh, when you picked the Popeye chicken sandwich because I wanted that, but I I knew I had a little ace up my sleeve. So that motherfucker, and you gotta do the That'll trick do where it. like
0: I'll get the uh, the orange chicken <laughs> and the uh, mm.
1: we'll do another orange chicken. Do another.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she cool loves that again. shit up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn! It. What a pick. Yeah. That's got me thinking. All right. well, right, I'm gonna go miscellaneous now.
1: That's your last yeah. pick, right?
0: Yeah. And everybody's like, "All right, you know, you're gonna go Taco Bell, pick what you want to pick. I'm going Sweet Tooth, and I'm getting a Oreo McFlurry. Oh, i am down the McDonald's draft, but I have to go to some dessert, and I'm going McFlurry. Um, I think McFlurries are fucking bomb. I'm a little mad that I'm doing like all McDonald's on this list, but
1: Alex McDonald Baldridge. Yeah, <laughs> looking
0: back, I, I hate it, but I mean, if you, you don't give go me wrong, a meal, if you give me a meal, of Big Mac. Fries, Popeyes
1: chicken sandwich, McFlurry, and a cherry limeade. I Man. was gonna say fun. we got to read our our, our full meal. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, read yours one more time. I want to hear the go, Bert. Yeah. So my go one-time meal is a. This is my uh,
0: my last supper. It's a Big Mac. It's a uh, large McDonald's French fry. It's a classic version of the Popeyes chicken sandwich. It's a cherry limeade from Sonic, and it's a. Oreo McFlurry to wash it all down. Man, what a meal. I will take a wheelbarrow and um, you can just take yeah. me
1: onto the couch. I'm not moving. <laughs> Fan- fantastic selection. What a, what an amazing meal. I'm digging it. <laughs> um, my last meal would, would contain a double-double from In-N-Out, uh, seasoned curlies from Arby's, a side of orange chicken from Panda Express, a Powerade slush from Sonic, and a uh, nice cheesy gordita crunch to uh, kind of top it all off from Taco Bell. And you can what bury list. me with a smile. Yep. Damn! I think that you put me in a blender, dog. <laughs> I, I don't know. You you went McDonald's heavy, but but you you have a fantastic tasty list. So I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll leave it up to the listeners to decide. Maybe we'll do a vote. What are some of your honorable
0: mentions in just any category?
1: Uh, so some of the honorable mentions I wrote down, um, we mentioned earlier Western bacon cheese from Carl's Jr. Uh, animal style fries, um, Chick-fil-A sandwich, Chick-fil-A nuggets. yeah, um, In-N-Out Dr. Pepper and a sausage egg McMuffin under miscellaneous. I had that too. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So I was thinking
0: that. I pretty much had the same honorable mentions. Um, I was thinking um, Oreo milkshake or a black and white milkshake from uh, In-N-Out. I'm just – Oh, love now that you say dessert. that,
1: I would put uh, a Napoleon milkshake. From yeah. In-N-Out. Those are money. Um, yep.
0: Crunchwrap Supreme was one, but I feel like that was pandering. Like I love them, but they're not like
1: – they're not greater than cheesy gordita
0: yeah they're the fries to a cheesy gordita crunch so i couldn't just like pick one that wasn't true to me um yeah that's about it i think like burger king is ass i do like the burger king long chicken i thought about the long chicken if we had more people um, yeah but
1: that's if you're deep deep in the last round of a five-person draft not not yeah. one-on-one yeah and then the spiced chicken sandwich from
0: uh wendy's was also on my list
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think it's nasty nice. And good. I think the only other thing that I would put on my honorable mention under miscellaneous would be Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. I, <laughs> I thought I you know were gonna pull off the next.
0: If I was able to get cheese gordita crunch, I think you would. Have t- I thought you were gonna take Mexican pizza. It,
1: it was on the list for sure, um, but I don't know if they even sell it anymore. I think there was some weird thing going on about how they should be using the word Mexican in it. So. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a fantastic uh, meal. Too so. many races, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that'll be the draft. So let us know what you guys think of this. We, like Al mentioned, we're hoping to have like maybe three, four, five people on at a time and do these drafts. It'll be its own whole episode, pick a topic. Um, it'll be more fun with more folks. And I think it could be a, a, a fun little segment that we do.
0: Yeah, that was uh, this little taste. And now I'm going to go ahead and order myself some sausage McMuffin or something. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, me fire up my Uber eats real quick. Shit, I'll never, I might lose sleep tonight over that orange chicken pig, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, that about wraps up the show. Um, anything else you want to say before you take us out?
1: No, I think that's it. We covered everything for the most part. Um, draft was all good fun and and we'll bring some some more fun topics and cover some more all-star stuff the next one love it all right people um talk to you next week until then
0: later